Big Stories of the Day Hashtag SAFM Sunrise Good morning. That big event hosted by national government on Friday and Saturday, chaired by the Deputy President Paul Machitela, about managing coalitions. I think all the political parties represented in Parliament were there. The EFF were invited, did not attend. The ATM leader, Voyo Zungula, gave a speech and then walked out. The other parties, as I understand it, stayed. One of the main sticking points now appears to be a suggestion from the ANC and the DA there should be a minimum threshold for a party to be represented in Parliament or a council. In other words, instead Instead of having a one-seat party in the National Assembly or a council, you would have to get above a certain percentage, say 1% or 2% to get a seat. The idea is that this would reduce the number of tiny parties that hold the balance of power. As you can imagine, the smaller parties disagree with this idea. John Steenhuisen is the leader of the Democratic Alliance. John, good morning. Thanks for your time. Uh, Good morning, Stephen. Uh, Great to be with you and great to be with the listeners this morning. You support the idea of a minimum threshold. Why do you think it's a good idea? Well, we think it's a good idea because it will bring greater stability and reduce the fragmentation that have resulted in situations that becomes very difficult to form a stable, lasting coalitions. Uh, It is a proportional representation system that we have in South Africa Uh, 99% of proportional representation systems around the world, including on our own continent, have a minimum threshold ranging from between 1% to 7%, precisely because they have been through the situation that that we find ourselves in now, and those thresholds were introduced to ensure that at a national and provincial level that you have far more stable government. So you think it would lead to more stable government, there'll be less of this moving around between parties all the time. So smaller parties wouldn't hold the balance of power at them as they do as they seem to at the moment. Well what it would do was would, would reduce the number of parties in legislatures to parties that have got a got a voter mandate, a significant voter mandate. It would reduce the fractional 0.065 percent uh, party situation, where many of those parties have very little uh, democratic infrastructure and are mainly centered around a particular leader or a personality. Um, and it would allow you then to form more stable and long-lasting coalitions. As I said, this is the, uh, ex- this is the experience that's used uh, in, uh, in, in world, uh, worldwide countries who have a, a proportional representation system similar to South Africa's. Is it not? I mean, the argument would be it's undemocratic. In other words, shouldn't we try and get as many different parties in Parliament or in councils to hear from as many different people as possible? Shouldn't we aim to do that? Well, I think it's a balancing act, Stephen. I think that, that what you want to do is to have the multiplicity of voices, but also avoid the overfragmentation that has led to situations where it becomes impossible to form stable governments. Uh, Johannesburg's now had uh, eight mayors um, in, in the last little while, and this is obviously unstable. And it does, the instability does have a knock-on effect on your ability to deliver and, and run an administration that's able to provide services and fulfill the mandate of the various spheres of government. And I think we, if we want to avoid that situation, we should be having this debate about how we seek to stabilize it. The, this uh, formula is just one of them. There's a variety of suggestions, some of which were came up this weekend. But I do think it's a long overdue debate in South Africa. And that what we don't want to do is to find ourselves 
immediately after the election next year trying to play catch up with situations that that we could have foresworn and could have uh, could have put in place measures to prevent instability south africa's economy is incredibly fragile and it is intrinsically linked to the political system and i worry that if we have a replication of what we've seen in places like johannesburg at a national level that it would be incredibly harmful for the economy uh, and it'd be very difficult for South Africa to get back up on its feet and to start building a better future. Um, there are claims that sort of emerge out of the weekend, but I think these claims have been heard before, that you and the ANC are talking about a grand coalition. You would be in power with the ANC and smaller parties. Are there discussions about that? No, Stephen, it's absolute nonsense, and it's a figment of a few individual imaginations. I've been very clear since our party conference in April that we are going to pursue building a majority with opposition parties to unseat the ANC, not to govern with the ANC. And that's the entire drive behind the Moonshot Pact, which will be having its first national convention on the 16th and 17th of August in Gauteng, so that we can start to plan about how we build that new majority going forward. Uh, This nonsense that's being spread around is designed purely to try and you know, just throw some, some chaff in the air rather than actually deal with the substance. Those parties as well should be less obsessed about what the DA is doing and rather go out there and try and make a far more compelling case to the voters so that they could uh, get above uh, a threshold if it is introduced. Um, there were reports over the weekend, I'm sure you saw them in the newspapers, that the panel investigating whether South African weapons were loaded onto the Lady R, the ship in Simonstown, at the Simonstown Naval Base, that the panel found that nothing was loaded on. And I know um, you were very um, angry. Uh, you seemed, I think, to give the what the Americans said, the American ambassador, quite a lot of weight. He made the claim that he would stake his life on the fact that South African weapons were loaded onto that Russian ship. How do you feel about these reports now? I mean, I haven't seen the final report from this panel. I doubt you have either. No, I haven't seen the final report, and I will reserve comment till I see the final report. I've seen many of the strategic leaks that take place beforehand that are are then you know disproved later. So I think we should wait for the final report. I think the report should be made public so that we can understand exactly what went on there. Um, and I think that we, we need to have a, have a look at it so that we're able to to analyze the methodology and analyze whether it's done a thorough enough job before any of us comment. John Steenhuisen, thank you, leader of the Democratic Alliance. You were there, CFM, leading the conversation. Seven o'clock, our insurance will go out of their way to try and save you money on your car insurance. If they can't, ask for 500 rand. SMS out to 38462. Now that's good news.